Welcome to Learned Leg, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 24 for me and season 28 for George. This is day 8 of season 96 and day 3 of us not having uh, internet, which is why you're getting all these at once, probably. Hopefully. Eventually. <laughs> Question 1 asks us for a city in Sweden and a heavy metal subgenre. Right, and it notes that this city is the country's second largest city, presumably after Stockholm, uh, and main seaport. And so it does sort of seem like one should have heard of it. Um, And and as a a person with the last name of Holm, uh, I feel like I was a little bit obligated to at least put down something plausible. Um, But this this didn't trigger itself very consciously for me. Um, I don't know the subgenre, like, now having seen the answer, um, I, I know I didn't know this previously as a heavy metal subgenre, and I've hung out among enough metalheads that I've definitely heard of a number of heavy metal subgenres. So um, I'm not sure how to gauge the obscurity level of that. So I was left trying to think, like, what Swedish cities do I know? And the only one that would come into my brain was uh, Gothenburg, or, or I, I, I spelled it uh, G-O-T-H-E-N-B-O-R-G. Um, and that, honestly, I was just like, I think that's a city and probably <laughs> not just an Ikea product. Um, and so, you know, that was kind of, that was kind of it. That just lodged in my brain. And I, I know I've heard of other cities in Sweden. Um, but that was the only one that kind of floated to mind. And I thought, well, maybe there's a good reason for that. So, uh, if it's the second largest city, I, I know I've heard of it clearly cause I know the name. Um, but I don't know why I've heard of it. Um, so at the same time, uh, my, my brain abandoned me to its mercies or something. And so I put down Gothenburg. Uh, I, my first thought was Uppsala. Because mm. it's another, I think, Swedish city. I think so. Um, but then I, I, I tried plucking out the name of a city from the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo books uh. because there was there was a particular city that I thought was southwestern Sweden that I thought was like the kind of the the center of a lot of the uh, the the gang activity and the smuggling okay. that o- occupied a lot of the books. Or at least the first three, I think, that we read. Um, and I just couldn't pull what it was. And, and I thought of Bergen. And I thought, that's, ah. I think that's a Swedish city. I think I've heard of it. Is it the one from the books? I don't think so, but I can't think of anything else. Nothing else is really landing for me. So it's, it's Uppsala or it's Bergen. And I really want to say that Uppsala is farther north. Uh, so I will, I'll, I'll go with Bergen, sure. The answer apparently was Gothenburg. Yeah, very good. Or Göteborg, mm-hmm. um, if I'm even remotely pronouncing that correctly. I never spoke Swedish or anything. <laughs> um, just kind of guessing at the, the funny O pronunciation there. Um, but, yeah. Well shockingly. <laughs> <laughs> who knew? Um, apparently me. Question two asks us, uh, what primate um, in, in the Malay language is known as a forest person? I really had to stop from interrupting you as soon as you said Malay. Sorry. Because it's orangutan. Oh. That's, that's just, 
for some reason, that's a thing I know that is... I don't know if it's the only thing I know about or the only melee word that I know, mm-hmm. but uh, the as soon as I... You know, forest person is the English translation from melee. Oh, this is about orangutan, right? Mm-hmm. Primates, arboreal. You know, yeah, this is orangutan. Yeah. It's, just, it's, a, it's a trigger for in, in my brain. And I admit no one else's. So I apologize no, for no. not telling anyone how I actually <laughs> arrived at this. It's, that's just a thing I know. Uh, well, I am the other person who has that same thing. This is a pretty <laughs> knee-jerk um, uh, response from forest person and getting down through the rest of the question. I think I glazed over that it was um, from Melee. Um, and I, of course, initially pronounced that wrong, too. I... Um, just I know that it's that I don't know where I learned that but it's sort of such a charming fact when you think about orangutans and mm-hmm. how we kind of view them as um, you know they're a very distinctive looking primate um, they've got like many primates do some human like or or easy to anthropomorphize mm-hmm. traits um, and so forest person just seems like such a, a pithy way of of referring to them um that it must be kind of a sticky thing to a fact that once you learn it you're like well the forest person is orangutan and um that's you kind of clinch it from there so i also put that down very quickly and that was correct question three tells us that explementary angles add up to 360 degrees and it asks us in order what the terms are for angles that add up to 90 degrees and 180 degrees. So this one, the biggest hurdle in the question, which is a weird thing to say because it's a math question that I don't feel, I didn't feel confident about, but the biggest hurdle was getting my brain to read explementary correctly. Fair. It wanted to be elementary, implementary, explanatory like all sorts of other words that have many of these letters um and it was just like no no these are just mixed up and you know a couple extra ones in there for some reason but this is really expository or some other you know word that i actually have used ever in my life um so i kind of went from this uh figuring that um well i knew at least one thing sort of about it which is that i thought there were also complementary angles and um i kind of you know kind of as a back formation almost thought like okay then there's some other kind of plementary angle that should be in that <laughs> that series of things sure. um and i thought oh supplementary also fits this form that we're using to describe um these different sets of angles um and as far as listing them in order i felt like complementary fit the 90 degrees best because you add them together they're a right angle and kind of they complement each other like that's likely to be just you know the two angles or whatever for some reason i parsed angles that add up to 180 as being like three of them like in a triangle um because i think that's what triangle angles do as yep. I recall so um, I thought okay those f- somehow you have to supplement with an extra angle to get to 180 <laughs> I don't know what the implicit logic even was there 
other than feeling sort of vaguely, and I'm sure I learned this in math class, you know, oh. 30 years ago, um, that it was, you know, the 90 degree one is complementary. And so I thought, okay, then it kind of makes sense that the next one would be supplementary. And then I don't, re I don't know if I, I don't think I ever learned about explementary angles prior to this. Um, but the other two, I thought, yeah, I, I can believe those are math terms. I think they would be in this order. Um, and so I put down complementary and supplementary. Uh, kind of the same for me, except uh, mm. I took it, uh, I went through it much quicker. For some <laughs> reason, like 90 and 180 complementary supplementary has just always been a thing I remembered. Okay. I've never heard of explementary angles. I, f I feel very certain that that is not a thing that has ever come up in my <laughs> entire education because I think I would have remembered it because I just, I remember complementary and supplementary angles. Sure. And it, I don't know why those things are ones that stuck in my brain about math mm. like of all the definitions that went in one year and out the other as soon as the <laughs> test was done complementary and supplementary always lasted for me it's i mean always yeah. been weird maybe made a connection to other complementary and supplementary things somehow stuck in your brain <laughs> mm. no i never needed a mnemonic for it it just kind of that was a thing that just worked mm -hmm. that, that landed at the at the right time in the right synapse. Okay. So I also said complementary, supplementary. Well, good job us because that was correct. There's also a very good Bright Eyes album. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like it would be. Yeah, sure. Um, question four uh, asks, it tells us about a classic 90s movie that never existed <laughs> and then tells us about who its star actually was in the real world. Correct. Uh, this is a, a great weird Mandela effect meme uh, <laughs> that talks about Sinbad starring in a uh, in a movie about a ah, genie. Right. Okay. Um, and there have been many theories about why this particular one took hold, uh, mm. and whether it, there, there's been a lot of uh, uh, conversation on the internets about whether it was. Uh, a, a joke or that kind of morphed into an urban legend that kind of morphed into no no i really remember this kind mm. of thing or whether it was just one of those weird you know mandela effect hmm. things that some people remember for no good reason okay but this was sinbad and i had read it many times to make sure okay we're definitely asking about that thing mm -hmm, right because mm -hmm. as soon as i saw you know, 90s movie, Wish Granny Genie, title Shazam. Oh, yeah, oh this, this is about that dumb Sinbad meme, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was it. I said Sinbad. Yeah, I, I'm sure that in passing I have heard about this maybe once in my life. <laughs> um, and uh, I didn't quite get the reference about the movie that never existed. Mm -hmm. But I kind of just ignored that and went oh. on with the rest of the question where it notes this person was a finalist on Star Search, featured on a different world, had his own sitcom as well as had been in other films. Um, and I was like, based on all that, I'm like, I can picture the guy. I can see him on stage. I can't picture the, the TV roles quite as much. Um, although I did watch quite a bit of a, diff a different world. Um, and so I'm like, it'll, it'll come to me. I know who I'm looking for. And I... I had did had to clear away the cobweb of like, wasn't there a Shaq 
Shaquille O'Neal was in a movie about a genie. Yes, that was named Kazam. Kazam. See, that's the thing. That was getting yep. in my way. And this is my theory about why the Mandela Effect meme works mm-hmm. is because of all the different cultural sockets it also plugged into. So it yeah. sounds plausible. Oh, yeah. You know, because Sinbad is a name that evokes mm-hmm. the Middle East and, Absolutely. you know, yep. Shazam and genies. And so it all kind of hangs together. Yeah. And, and um, Shaq, Kazam, Shazam. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's Definitely. kind of just it's just sort of slightly phase shifted from mm-hmm. from the actual culture. Um, but in any case, uh, the rest of it was enough to get me to Sinbad because that, um, I, I, I think I knew like the star search factoid about him from somewhere. I may have even seen star search because I'm old like that too. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it just kind of all, uh, once I could kind of, you know, land on the name, that's what I kind of had to let my brain relax and think about other things and do other tasks um and i because of our lack of internet uh, access here in the house and we had a lot of kind of wacky stuff going on today that of (laughs) course had to coincide with that um my mind was totally off of this until rather late and i submitted you know well after kids were home from school and all that kind of thing um and so um although I take that back. I did think of Sinbad actually earlier, hmm. like okay. after I had looked at the questions and then I had to just put them aside because we had all that uh, odd stuff mm-hmm. going on with the school schedules and things. So uh, Sinbad finally kind of popped for me and I was pretty certain that was who this was. So that's what I put down. And that was correct. Yay. Question five asks us who wrote The Black Unicorn? Zami and the Cancer Journals. Yes, and notes this is among other celebrated works of hers. Um, mentions her self-introduction as a black lesbian mother warrior poet, um, which I feel like my uh, knowledge about uh, black women literary figures is too shallow for that to narrow it down appropriately for me <laughs> um and so the names that came to mind for me like initially i was thinking of maya angelou um but that didn't that didn't sound like something i'd heard associated well enough with her um and then i just i kind of clung to the fact that the things mentioned in the question are among the celebrated works of this author mm-hmm. so i thought okay there's much more famous ones out there mm-hmm. um yeah, that yeah. probably i you know is are being elided because they would totally give away um the question so i thought maybe this is nikki giovanni because i feel like this this era is about right for her i know we've had a question about her fairly recently and learnedly within a few seasons um but i thought you know at the same time, it sounded plausible that she might be, you know, um, uh, involved in these these various works. And um, I remember we saw um, an interview with her on one of the documentary series that we've watched recently about Black history. Um, I don't, I can't remember if it was the food one. The Nikki Giovanni. Yeah. Yeah, the food one. The food one. Yeah, with. Um, the, the black chef who is kind of rediscovering uh, a lot of the food ways of uh, black people in America. 
Um, and so I thought maybe that's her because that sounds like kind of, I think it's an appropriate way that she would introduce herself. I don't know about all the details, but I put down Giovanni because I thought that sounded at least in the right vicinity. Uh, yeah, I had no idea on this one just because mm -hmm. I am incredibly deficient in poetry generally, in 1970s, 80s poetry specifically, mm -hmm. uh, certainly black and feminist and queer uh, authors. Because I was educated in America, I'm not mm -hmm. great on. Uh, so I... I kind of initially thought, well, is this my Angelou? I don't think so. Uh, and then I uh, figured maybe it's Bell Hooks. Mm. And I also don't know whether demographically she fits <laughs> all of those particular categories. Uh, but I and didn't really know uh, whether she had been active that early. Because I know she only very recently died, as I recall. I think um... Hooks sounds familiar yeah. but i couldn't vouch so for it. yeah so you know 40 years ago yeah would, would she have been uh around then producing sounds right i mean she's been sure. you know a famous poet bell hooks for as long as i can remember so okay yeah let's go with bell hooks the correct answer is audrey lord okay so i who i definitely have heard of mm -hmm. i don't you know but again very shallow knowledge mm -hmm. um so that's an area we should work on. Yep. Uh, final question six asks us about a kingdom known as Scylla that existed for a thousand years, mostly during a Three Kingdoms period on what peninsula? Uh, so I my first thought was Korea because peninsula, uh, Three Kingdoms era, lasted for a thousand years, which kind of... Because my, my second thought was, well, maybe Italy. And I thought, no, mm. not a thousand years. That's <laughs> way too much time for me to not to know it immediately and for it to be a very familiar thing on Italy. Sure. Uh, you know, ditto kind of like Denmark and any of the European areas. Mm -hmm. uh, so without that, I kind of went back to Korea. Uh, and then I thought, do I recognize this from civilization? <laughs> uh, I think I do. I think, I think this was... Uh, recently introduced relatively to the series, I believe it is where Queen Siondek reigned. Oh. And I may have seen that and it kind of uh, sat in my brain when I was, uh, you know, during a loading screen, basically. Um, but it, it, the more I thought about it, the more it, uh, it, it fit that and the more certain I was uh, that Scylla was on the now Korean peninsula. So I said Korea. Okay. Yeah, I will say um, I can't recall exactly when I read about this, um, but it was one of those topics where, like, the Smithsonian or National Geographic or someone had an article about, you know, this kind of Korean history, and I thought, this is something I really know almost nothing about, so I should read read up on it and feel a little more informed about the world. Um, and so, you know, again, that, that gave me the initial reaction of uh, Korea, or in my case, I put down Korean. Um, the thing that gave me pause, but then I kind of thought it through, was the Three Kingdoms period. I believe China also had yes. one of those. Mm -hmm. And 
So I had to talk myself a little bit into a, there isn't a Chinese peninsula that I could identify or know about that would make sense for that. And B, um, the fact that it's a three kingdoms period, it's not the three kingdoms period as though there's only one of them Mm -hmm. that occurred in the world that you would be, um, selecting, you know, that you would be indicating by using a definite article. Um, and so I thought, okay, I think that's enough to hang my hat on, um, because the name Scylla doesn't sound especially Chinese either. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, yeah, you know, there's there's only so many peninsulas really to choose from uh, in the world, and I was pretty sure that this would indicate that this was uh, the Korean peninsula. So Korean is what I put down. And that was correct. How about that? Well done. So I had four. I had five. Mm. I feel all right about that, um, especially because a couple of them are in categories that are not good for me. Mm. Geography, math, like just knock those ones out and, you know, maybe uh, sexistly I will get, uh, someone will believe that I know a feminist work of literature um, because I am a indicated as a woman on the, um, on the site. So mm. Uh, I can but hope, um, I, you know, I've, I'm glad to have had a few days of feeling like I'm performing basically closer to my potential or at least in the same, you know, pay grade as, <laughs> as people who are you're, regularly in A-Rundle. You're 17 for 18 in the last three days. You've been doing pretty it's true. well. true. Yeah, no, I, I, yep. I, I'm, this is me taking some credit for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely hasn't always been the case. Yep. So that's that's just recognition of of that, and I, I hope I can keep up with it. So I'll, I'll certainly try. Well, that's it for today. Uh, tune in, well, next Tuesday. Who knows? Or <laughs> Hopefully possibly, the next Tuesday. Yeah, Good yeah, Lord. I hope it's the next Tuesday after you hear this and mm. not, you know, several days in the future. Right. Uh, but uh, remember... Don't forfeit. Don't cheat.